One of the hardest parts about becoming a freelance copywriter is finding clients when you have no experience and no portfolio to speak of. I'm here to tell you that it is possible. I'm somebody who transitioned from a completely unrelated career to freelance copywriting. I had never worked in-house or had any professional writing experience, but I was able to build my freelance business in as little as four months, which is good because I was unemployed at the time and needed to make money fast. By the end of this video, you're going to know exactly where to look for clients and how to build a portfolio that you can pitch them with and get them to say yes, even though you have no experience. So you can finally become a full-time freelance copywriter. I'm Christine from KateCopywriter.com. I teach introverted freelance writers how to land clients on LinkedIn using my past experience as a nine to five salesperson, who literally recreated herself as a freelance copywriter just by cold pitching on LinkedIn. One of the most overlooked yet important steps on your freelance journey is choosing a niche. You will see some people advise that you don't have to choose a niche, but if you are getting started from scratch and you need to make money as a freelance copywriter, the best thing you can do is choose a specialty that allows you to stand out from the crowd, but also just gives you a direction. It's really hard to just randomly bid on jobs and apply to jobs and not have a direction to tell you which jobs you should actually be going for. Having a niche or a writing specialty, meaning you write in one area on one topic, allows potential clients to look at you and know immediately that you are right for the job. And just in general, we already know that we pay people more who specialize in a certain field. That's why the copay, if you're in the U.S. anyway, the copay on your healthcare card has a $20 copay for a general practitioner, whereas if you went to see a dermatologist or a specialist, it's a $40 copay. We know that when people specialize, they can command a higher rate because they've put all of their knowledge and expertise into that specific field. Step two is identifying the companies you want to work for and write for in your niche. This is a huge point of confusion for many freelance writers. They might be able to choose a niche and understand that they want to get into copywriting, but they don't know how to actually find companies and identify who would be hiring them as a freelance copywriter. To know who to reach out to, you really need to have a good grasp of what content marketing is. While we're all used to going online and researching what we need to know on Google, not many people understand that content marketing is behind many of the search results that show up. So what content marketing is, is when a company produces content that appears informational and definitely provides a lot of value. Here's a prime example of content marketing. Let's just say you have acne and you're looking for the best acne wash available. You might click on an article that draws your attention in. It says, here's what to do if you have hormonal acne. You click on the article and you basically get what you need. You find out what the cause of hormonal acne is, what your options are. But when you look at the website that's actually hosting that article about acne, it could be a brand like Neutrogena or CeraVe or some skincare brand. What that means is that they invested in a writer to write that article to draw you into their website. So you came for the free information, but then you wound up on Neutrogena or CeraVe's website. That's a very simple explanation of what SEO content marketing can do. One of the other main reasons why a company would hire a content writer is to write something called a gated asset. And gated asset is just marketing speak for a piece of writing or a resource that somebody has to to download and give their email in exchange for that download. If you have ever downloaded a free guide or templates or a checklist or an ebook that was free, you gave your email address in exchange for that free resource and then you got put into a company's marketing database and you probably continued, if they have an email marketing strategy, which they probably do, you continue to receive emails from them and you basically get nurtured in the company's hopes that you will buy something. Content marketing is an 
indirect form of advertising. It's more on the brand side of things where the goal is really to educate and provide value versus being a conversion situation where you're being served with an ad that says, click here, buy now. So the majority of my work as a freelance copywriter comes from blog writing clients. They typically want to attract people. They want their article to show up on the first page of Google so that people are using their site as the informational resource on a topic versus someone else. Here's where your strategy comes in. For example, if you wanted to write in the personal development space, you don't necessarily have to go write for a personal development speaker. You need to find companies that are putting out content on personal development topics. Let's say there's a company that sells yoga mats and other yoga apparel. They could potentially be putting out blog posts and other free resources for people to learn about yoga and wellness. As part of that strategy, they would hire you as the writer to complete that work for them. This is where writers get so confused in terms of who to reach out to to get copywriting jobs is that you really need to be targeting brands that are in your general niche that will be publishing content on those topics. Even though I'm somebody who writes in the technology space specifically for sales engagement technology. I could be writing articles about sales book recommendations or sales management strategies or how to overcome objections because I'm writing in this sphere of topics for my clients. Now, as you begin to write more gated assets like eBooks, as you write emails, as you write web pages, that's gonna be super product focused and specific. So it's a bit of a different type of writing, but I always recommend getting your foot in the door with blog writing and general content writing because it's easier to get those opportunities as a beginner. I have a whole video right here where I talk about why you should get your foot in the door as an online writer with blog post writing. Now, content marketing is a super interesting topic. One of the first examples of content marketing, which is some fun trivia for you, is actually Michelin tires. So if you've heard the term, oh, this is a Michelin five-star rated restaurant, I don't know what they call it, Michelin rated. What's interesting is that Michelin is a tire company, but they created a publication recommending the best restaurants to people in order to pursue persuade people to get in their cars and drive long distances so that they would need more tires. If you want to learn more about this story, just Google Michelin content marketing. And they're really one of the first, one of the first historical examples of content marketing. I know John Deere did the same thing where they created a magazine that was geared towards farmers or people who were taking care of their lawns. I'm not really sure. I think it was called the bushel or something like that. Let me Google it. John Deere content marketing. The furrow, not the bushel. It's called the furrow. But anyway, there's this idea, this concept of content marketing is really just educating people and giving them resources they can use, but also having those resources be sponsored by a big brand and brought to you by a big brand. Now that you understand a little bit about content marketing, you want to understand the two different ways you can go about finding freelance clients. The two main strategies I recommend are going and obviously looking at job postings and LinkedIn and listings. There are freelance websites that post writing opportunities. There's LinkedIn where you can find copywriting opportunities being posted. But the second strategy and what I really want you to double down on is cold pitching and proactively reaching out to these companies with a cold pitch message. Some people in the industry call it an LOI, but that's kind of like old school terminology at this point. I think most people know that cold pitching just means sending a message, introducing yourself and seeing if they're looking for a writer and can we have a further conversation. Now, applying to jobs that already exist is gonna be a bit more competitive because you have other writers who are gonna be applying for that job, but it's definitely worth the effort because at least you know that those 
those clients are looking for copywriters. Cold pitching is really more in your control. You could be reaching out to somebody who didn't even post about a freelance writing opportunity at that moment. So you're kind of getting the jump and you're in control because you're cold pitching a bunch of companies instead of waiting for these jobs to be listed. Reaching out and being proactive was exactly how I built my freelance business. I did not wait for anyone to reach out to me, obviously, because that would, I can't control that. But interestingly enough, the majority of my business has come inbound. And what inbound means is that somebody found me, reached out to me and said, hey, we have this writing opportunity. Are you open to talking? The reason I get the inbound activities because I have my LinkedIn profile optimized so people can reach out to me. I'll link down in the description to a video about freelance optimizing your LinkedIn profile so that people can find you. So between those two activities, searching for listings and cold pitching, you are bound to get a freelance copywriting opportunity. As soon as you reach out to a client, the first thing they're going to want to see is your portfolio. They're going to want to see samples. And luckily, because we're living in 2023, you can create your own samples that look real, that are compelling to clients, and that can get you hired. You don't have to necessarily write for free. You don't have to necessarily wait for somebody to publish you miraculously. You can go and create what's called a spec piece. A spec piece is just a piece of writing that you chose to do on your own. I just explained this in a coaching call for my online course, 30 Days to Paid. I'm going to edit that clip in right now. Loretta said, what does spec ad stand for? I'm so glad that you asked that. Spec piece or a spec sample just means a sample that you wrote on your own. I'm going to show you guys what spec ads look like. I don't know if Shawnee is on the call, but I'm going to use her portfolio as an example because she did a really good job with her spec pieces. It's basically just saying, hey, these are samples that I created myself to show you that I can do this work. My trick and what you'll find in the course is that I try to make my spec ads look as real as possible so that they're compelling to clients. And again, that's in the module. I'll direct you to that if you want to see it. So Cheryl said, what kind of writing? It's anything you want it to be. So for me personally, I started out with blog post spec pieces. It was easy for me to just create a sample of a blog post. Like I would go and look at what other people in my niche were publishing and I created something similar. If you just want to write emails or you just want to write Facebook ads, you would go on Canva and actually Shawnee did that. So I'm going to show you her portfolio, but it's whatever writing you ideally want to do most, you create your own sample of that piece of work. Once you've chosen your niche, identify the companies you're going to reach out to and you have your portfolio pieces, you're going to start cold pitching. That means sending messages via cold email, social media DMs like Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. I know people also do some pitching on Upwork, but I do not use Upwork or any freelance bidding site, so I can't attest to that. Basically, cold pitching means reaching out with that letter of intent that we spoke about a moment ago and introducing yourself, letting somebody know, hey, here's the services I offer. If you're looking for somebody, I would love to chat. The trick is with cold pitching is that your pitch really needs to be personalized and it needs to be structured in a certain way in order to cut through the noise. There's so many bad cold pitches out there that get ignored because they're not personalized. They have spelling errors. They seem like they were mass sent, generic spam messages. And if you can actually capture the client's attention with your pitch, you will break through the noise and get a response. I have so many videos about how to structure and personalize your cold pitch message. And I even have a template pack that you can customize to your ideal clients, put it in your voice and just automate the entire process of sending cold pitches. This template will also include how to follow up, how to respond to questions they may have, how to best send your portfolio. So definitely check out that template packet here if you want to get your start with cold pitching.